As a child, I used to eat toast for breakfast and it would often feel like the roof of my mouth was burning off. Little did I know that I had a gut that was celiac. Welcome back. We're with Elevator to Elevator and Great Chats with Krista. And today we are going deep into the world of wise. Wise in the sense of when you have a reason to do a thing that is really powerful, motivating, inspirational, then all of a sudden doing that thing is effortless. Here's to the power of having a why. So my story about being a child and eating toast, this was, this was a very long time ago. I'm now 37. Gluten-free and celiac were not a thing. So it was nothing to do with my parents. It wasn't anything to do with anyone. It was purely just, ah, oh, well, I think I'm dehydrated. Years and years and years and years and years later, after being gluten-free since I was 15, yeah, I finally found out that this gut of mine is celiac. Now, up until that day, since the age of 15, I knew that gluten wasn't my friend. I, I knew it made me really sick and I did go through every test under the sun to see what was wrong. For quite some time, I was diagnosed by the medical profession with the worst case of irritable bowel anybody had ever seen without being able to put a label on it. And that was all I had. So I knew that I shouldn't touch gluten. Shouldn't touch gluten. Shouldn't potentially eat endless pastel donatas. Shouldn't potentially have my favorite food of being custard-filled donuts. Shouldn't love croissants, crepes, you name the pastry, cookie, oh my goodness, brownie. <laughs> because I just shouldn't have done it. Because I just had irritable bowel. I shouldn't eat gluten. It didn't agree with me. It made me really sick. But I just shouldn't. And then I found out celiac. And all of a sudden, knowing that every time I ate gluten, I could be shaving 30% of my life off, uh, my why changed. And to this day, I have not on purpose touched gluten. So here's to big, strong, powerful whys. But why I went into this one today is because I realized that the true power of a why is much better if it's positive. Now, my why, as you've just heard, for not eating gluten is based around fear. It's based around the fear of what gluten will do to my lifespan, to my health, and my goodness, if I do ever get contaminated with gluten, it does, it floors me. That's not a nice way to live. I live, I genuinely live in fear of gluten. And that's why I don't touch it. However, for any of us that don't touch gluten, we it's everywhere. It is everywhere. And it's not a nice place to sit. And this is why I went and unraveled the whys. And you would have all heard this before. When you have a nice, strong, powerful why, it really is effortless to do a task. 
However, I would love us to start to look at our whys and see if we can find a more positive version. Because I know that living in fear of something, sure, it's incredibly motivating. It's just not nice. So how can we use whys? Look at anything in your life and have a look at where it fails. Anything that you wish to do. You really want to drink two liters of water before 2 p.m. Why is it failing? You really would love to eat 10 handfuls of vegetables because you know how good it is for your system. Where is it failing? Now, see if you can apply a positively charged why as a solution for inspiring you or empowering you to do that thing. And this is where the magic happens. So go out. What I'd love us to do is find something we would like to be better at. Try on a positively charged why for size and then go out and pressure test it. Because as I always say to everyone I work alongside, if you're doing the thing, well done, fantastic. I'm not actually interested in that. I want to know when it fails. Because it's not about us doing the things. When we are doing the things, there's nothing to be done there. Like we're doing it. This is awesome. We can celebrate ourselves. We can give each other a high five. It's not that that causes the ruckuses in our world. It's all the little things that we don't do. So here's a whole new spin on the why. Let's go find positively charged ones. Ones that do actually empower us in all of the right ways to do or not do the things. I'm genuinely excited about this. And when I find a positively charged why for not touching gluten, actually, I've got one. Here we go. So it's already known that 70% of the human race are intolerant to the current common gluten molecule. It's so highly processed that it is really, really spiky and it causes a leaky gut. So there we go. My positively charged why is I'm gifting greatness to my gut. I'm not touching gluten because it's spiky and I like my non-leaky gut. So there we go. I'm going to try that one on for size. I'm going to try and downregulate some of this fear that I have around this jolly gluten molecule and just say, look, we're saving our gut from spikes. We'll see how that goes. I'm starting to question whether that's completely positive. So I'll let you know how I go on this one. But do, let's have a play. Let's look at something we would love to do. Let's apply what we think is going to be a big, strong, powerful, positive why. Go out there, try it on for size, give it a good pressure test. And then when it fails, reassess. Let's see if we can start to fortify our brains and get them to actually start collaborating with us when there are things in our lives that we would love to do, yet these jolly whys are not quite powerful enough to get us to do the things. Thank you so much. Time and choices. We are unraveling them all. It is such a privilege to be here with you. And here's to more great chats with Krista.